This is the realest man in Huntsville, and you're now listening to Rebuke. Now, I haven't did one of these in a long time. It's called Get It Off Your Chest. And I'll be, and I'll be talking about the riots and the protests that have been going on for the past eight days. And I'll be giving you my personal opinion what we need to do as a people. But before I do that, I'd like to talk about talk about some rants rants and stuff that need to get off my chest regarding these recent events of African Americans getting killed before I start I would like to give my condolences to the families of Ahmad, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd I hope the people of Louisville Kentucky, Brunswick, Georgia and Minneapolis, Minnesota Ensure that your families get justice by any means necessary. And also, anybody else that I miss, I want to give my condolences to your family. Now, another thing. I usually ask this question to a lot of people and they have a hard time answering it. So I'm going to ask you this question. Now, if you have a problem, an ant problem in your yard, How do you kill it? You might respond by putting some ant killer on the mound or pouring some gasoline down on on the mound and burning it if you're a country boy. Now, I have another question. If you have weeds in your garden or in your yard, how do you kill it? You might respond by pulling them up or spraying weed killer on it. Lastly, how do you kill a racist? Hmm? How do you kill a racist person? Now, if you come to me and you say, by quoting religious verses or praying, I like to say to you that you're part of the problem and why blacks have been suffering racial racial systematic oppression for hundreds of years now I want to shout out to all the people of Minneapolis for rioting and letting the police department know that George Floyd's death will not be swept under the rug and that he was a human being that died a heartless death now if they can't provide swift justice then you need to provide that city some heat and destruction, which you have done. And I give kudos to you. I also give kudos to everybody that's protesting uh, police brutality all across the, the nation and the world. This is long overdue. 
We're tired as a race. We are extremely tired. Now, to all my racist, racist peace people that want to debate, argue, or make excuses to justify the actions of your racist counterparts, please take your white privilege and shove it up your butt and your assholes. We don't have we don't have time to give you lectures on top of lectures and have debates on top of debates about racism and police brutality in the year 2020. Either you don't care. Either you in agreement or you benefit from racism. Or is all the above. Now, I got another something I want to talk about. Now, black people. Black people. We need to stop recording the police beating and killing us. Because recording is just not enough. How in the hell you can say you are my brother or my sister when, when, when you are watching me die and then posting it on social media. Blacks, we have to break this slave hold on us regarding confronting the police. For example, if the police, if a police officer is beating the hell out of me and there's five of you out there watching it, have one person record the incident and the four others needs to find a way to distract the cop or even get the cop off me so I won't die. Once again, we have to break this mental stronghold and learn how to protect ourselves even against the police. Now to my homie Killer Mike, I see that leadership is written all over you, brother. I know you're trying to avoid your calling, but the people need a strong voice to speak on their behalf. Someone to be transparent and not to be afraid of the establishment. We got real men that are ready for somebody like you and you need to answer your call, brother. We will be waiting. As a member of a, of a fraternity and a Kemet organization, because I refuse to say Greek since the Greek stole it from us. I'd like to apologize to the black community for not being the leaders that we should be to you all. To all my sorority and fraternity brothers. What is the purpose of three having three letters on your chest? Stepping, strolling, chanting, and we're not doing anything about police, police brutality, gentrification, and many other aspects that affect the African American community. I will try to reach out to my leaders in my fraternity. I can only speak for my fraternity to see what we can do better in these, these, in these arenas. I'm asking you, asking all my divine nine brothers and sisters for you to do the same thing as well. To all the black people talking bad about the protests, the looters, the rioters, in Minneapolis and in various other cities, 
this is my answer to you. We have marched, we have taken a knee, we have sang hymns, and we have prayed, and nothing has happened. People are sick and tired of seeing nothing being done. Now, if they had arrested these four officers for murder in the first place, none of this will be happening right now. I knew this was bound to happen eventually. Now, Ahmad, Brianna, now George have died a racist and senseless death. Now, my black people, if you have any solutions or you're willing to lead these, these causes, but if not, please shut the hell up. And these are not riots. This is a, a revolution that happens to be a rebellion against systematic racism. And I want to leave you with this. The words peaceful and protest don't go together when an innocent person is killed. If I kill one of your loved ones and you see me on the street, you're not going to be peaceful. I guarantee it. Why should we be peaceful for being murdered for for decades and centuries and nothing being done for it? Now, I'm going to go, I'm going to read a couple of points and then I'm going to go into the and I read the paragraph and then I'm going to go to my my the reason I want to talk to you. Now, in 2012, Trayvon Martin was murdered. For months, I prayed for justice. Not money, not women. I prayed for justice. I was on a date when I found out that George Zimmerman was found not guilty. In 2014, Tamir Rice was murdered and gunned down by a police officer at at a park. I prayed that the police would get convicted. My prayers were left unanswered. When Michael Brown got murdered, I even marched and protested in in the streets of Detroit. Nothing came out of it police walked away free in 2015 Freddie Gray and Sandra Bland were murdered just maybe God didn't hear my prayers maybe I need to pray hard enough maybe I need to pray face down maybe God will show some grace nope in 2016, my faith was already shaking on shaking and on unstable ground. Philando Castile got killed by a cop. I was reluctant to pray, but I did anyway. I was disappointed again. You see, our ancestors prayed, marched, sang hymns, got bit by dogs, got bombed tear gas, beat beat up, and even killed during the civil rights era. During the civil rights era, which got started by Emmett Till getting lied on and murdered in Mississippi in 1955. 
our ancestors relied on protests and boycotting to get their point across. The protest was done to bring light to systematic racism in the United States, especially in the Jim Crow South. Did it work? Yes and no. Yes, because it brought the not not it brought, but it let the world see the racial injustices that black people face on a daily basis. No, because we are in the year 2020 and we are marching, protesting and still praying. Black people were brainwashed to think white is right. So we were so once we were able to eat at restaurants, vote and live with the whites, we forgot about our communities and our people. We should have stayed pro-black after we received our our rights in the in late 1960s. I say that to say this. This is the title of my get it off my chest. We need UOC and not prayers and marching. Once again, we need UOC, not prayers and marching. The U stands for unification. See, my people, there's over 250 tribes in Nigeria, over 96 tribes in Ghana. And I'm quite sure there are a lot of tribes in Cameroon and Angolia and Gambia and Togo and all the other rest of the Western African countries that participated in the transatlantic slave trade. But they're all one race. They all, I mean, they're all one country. We, as a black people, have to get on that mindset. We're just one race. We need to stop the gang violence. We need to stop the black man versus the black woman debates and struggles and, and things of that nature. We need to stop Muslim versus Christian uh, propaganda. Propaganda. We need to stop the woke versus non-woke. We need to stop black on black crime. You see, the white people come from all kinds of backgrounds, but in the name of white supremacy, they are unified and willing to do anything to ensure that their supremacy remains supreme. We need to do the same thing in the name of black power. Everybody is not going to agree, but we must come together and agree that we have a common enemy which is called white supremacy. Now, once we are unified as a race, then we can get organized. The second, the second letter is, is O stands for organization. Maybe integration is a bad thing. Maybe just maybe it's time for us to go back to separate, but equal. I know that you don't want to hear it, but maybe it's time for us to go back and start doing businesses, businesses with black, black people and living in black communities and policing our own communities. Now, once we do that, 
we could build a great nation just like the Jews, the Indians, and the white people are doing currently today. Now, the second part of my organization is called the three levels to a black man and a black woman. First, I want to expound on the black man. Then I, I'll go. Uh, then I incorporate the black black woman in here. Now, the first level of the, the black man is Martin Luther King. I believe every every inside every black man, he he wants to be a peaceful man and and do whatever it takes to be peaceful. With it within his community. Now, the second part of a black black man is Malcolm X. This this part of the black man is self reliant, pro black, and willing to do anything by any means necessary. We need that in our in our community. We need to be a self reliant community. Now, the last part. I call the enforcer. That is Nat Turner. Everybody knows the history of Nat Turner, the, the preacher that turned to a uh, turned to a rebel that 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 started a slave rebellion because of being mistreated by slave masters. problem is black people have a hard time tapping into the Nat Turner when it comes to this systematic oppression but we need to tap into that in order, in order for people to stop brutalizing us and oppressing us now let's go to these three levels go, go break it down a little bit further now under that I broke it down to the first branch is the MLK and Ida Wells branch. These are the faces of the organization. These are the people that make speeches, negotiate with lawmakers on behalf of the, of the black community. And the people will represent the people. I mean, these individuals will represent the people. Now, Marcus Garvey and not Marcus Garvey, I mean, Malcolm X and Angela Davis branch. These are the branches that focus on programs that benefit the black, the, the black community. Like establishing black banks, funding tech schools, teaching our women self-defense and how to shoot guns for free, mentoring programs for our kids, therapy, fe- felony rehabilitation programs all of that this branch will focus on these programs to uplift our community and so we can become become better as as a whole I believe a lot of black communities across the United States lack this because a lack of unification and a lack of organization Marcus Garvey and the Angela Davis branch will bring that to us. Now, the the last branch 
is Nat Turner and Harriet Tubman branch. These are the enforcers of our organization. They will protect our community from harm, drug dealers, rapists, and even police that brutalize our community. See, once we unify and and once we organize, then we can confront or and provide confrontation to these people that that belittle us systematic systematically oppress us now once we unify once we unified and organized then we then we as a people will be prepared to confront and boycott any businesses or any establishment or that decides to treat us wrong as a people. Now, once we are unified and organized, then we as a people will be better prepared to confront the police when they racially profile us, harm us, or kill us by any means necessary. In America, it seems like the only language that they understand is money and violence. Marching and praying would not appease or do anything to them. It seems like we have to hurt their pockets or hurt them to get an answer or get some changes done. Now, y'all might say, oh, Marcus is advocating violence. No, I'm not advocating violence, but I am a big advocate for group economics and self-defense. There's a difference. Now, if you, I'm an uncle and I don't have any kids, but I'm an uncle, man. And if anybody mess with my, my nieces and nephews, you got to mess with me. That's not violent. That's, I call it self-defense because you if you mess with them, you're messing with me. That's the mentality that African-Americans need to have. Even blood or no blood. Especially if they're innocent. You mess with my brother and sister, you got to mess with me. Because we are one. We are one community. One heartbeat black power black economics all I'm saying that as we as a people need to bring up our bring our our, our ideas and our resources together and become that great community like the black wall street but this time hopefully we will not allow our oppressors to destroy it how do we accomplish this UOC that is a good question a great question how did the black panthers spread across the nation in the night late 1960s see the, the, the blueprint has already been put in front of us as a people the real question is will we follow it again and will we, we and will we 
continue to follow it until the ends of time. Now, this is Marcus Jones with his get it off his chest. We and black people, I'm tired of this. I'm really tired of this. I'm glad that we the the nation is unifying and, and doing something about it. And hopefully we'll get some return on our investment. But the the marching and praying has to stop. We got to take action, either economically or, I hate to say it, physically. But we must protect ourselves by any means necessary. Now, this is Marcus Jones with Rebuke Podcast. Uh, look, uh, I should be coming up with some more episodes soon, so stay tuned. Everybody, be safe. Continue to protest in peace, and I'll talk to you soon. Later. <laughs>